brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is someone who I've really, I'm so excited to chat with. This is our first time really getting a chance to catch up or to, to really introduce ourselves, and he's the chair and CEO of the GEM Group, Jonathan Isaacson. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me with you. Appreciate Abs it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to dive right in. I got the chance to see you uh, speak about the history of our industry at uh, an, an event called LDW last, to, well, I don't know, it was like a year or two. It's all been a blur, right? Um, but I'm curious, why have you become such a student of like trends and history? How, how does that serve you in business? So I have been doing this for a fair amount of time, as you can probably tell by some of the wrinkles uh, on my <laughs> face that have developed. And uh, it's been fun and interesting to see the change that's happened in the industry, the businesses that made it, the businesses that didn't, the businesses that made it big. And it was the people who were, as the old trite saying goes, skiing to where the puck was gonna be and not where the puck was. Yeah. And so it's it was very interesting. Um, people, there are people who are very um, focused on the future and very accepting of whatever is going to come. And those people tended to do better mm -hmm. as I looked at it. So mm -hmm. um, we just started to focus on the future and think about what the trends were in the industry and try to design a business that would be focused on tomorrow and not tied up in yesterday. Mm -hmm. And so it was just all this time and thinking about it. And then I started talking to people about it. And then I ended up going to different places to talk about it. Uh, and it's fun. It's fun to think about where what things are going to be and how things are going to change. Yeah, one of the things that you talked about in that speech was you talked about the century of innovation. And I think if, if memory serves, I'm doing this from memory, so forgive me, but I think it was 1870 to 1970s. Does that sound right? That is very good. I um, it, It's a book, The Rise and Fall of American Growth by Robert Gordon, that I recommend to nobody who's not deep into numbers, <laughs> facts, and figures. Um, and there's some other books to read, but um, it really goes back um, to the invention of steam as a, a source of power uh, that is really in the late 1700s. And then you quickly get all these innovations. And 1860, you get oil. 1870, you get almost this explosion of innovation with things that most people don't even think about, but really change the world. The elevator. Uh, if you don't have the elevator, you don't have the rise of the modern city. Mm -hmm. the washing machine that changed the life of the American family, running water, then you get things like radio, television, cars, planes, all this stuff. But it's this explosion of technology that we take for granted. In fact, all the people watching this, if you think about the most simple piece of the apparatus they're using, a speaker. And almost nobody knows how a speaker works. When it doesn't, we get really irritated and we just assume <laughs> it will. Yeah. But this has not been around for very long. It's relatively new technology in the history of humanity. And we come to take these things for granted. Yeah. Uh, but they're all new. Even the vaccines, vaccination is the 1920s. I not, Well, it's actually before that, but penicillin is, I think, 27 or 28. This is all new stuff. Right. And um, it's just interesting to think about the trajectory from here. Yeah. And, you know, I think in understanding the past and seeing where the future goes, I mean, the the past year, it's been fairly well documented, was an interesting one. Um, that's, a, I think, a kind way of saying it. So what do you see from the supplier's perspective, you know, over the next year? What, what, what can we, what 
predictions or you know, just really what do you see happening? So the challenges for suppliers are certainly not over. Um, I think every distributor knows this because uh, you're the first ones to know when things aren't going well for suppliers. <laughs> right. And um, if you think about it, we went from a at least a slow mode, if not a stop mode for many people. Um, and it's state by state for what happened to the suppliers to this new mode where things are starting to uh, take off in the product or things are starting to move. So for some, they're taking off for thing for some they're moving and the product mix has shifted over this time mm -hmm. that what was selling before may not be what's selling now. Right. And it depends on what it is that you're selling into. So if you're, if it's the event business, things that normally sold into the events that went into the first quarter did not sell other things that maybe gifts of appreciation or right. stuff that was sent to people's home. sold. so suppliers had this big shift that they had to do at a time when a lot of the supply chain was broken. Right. So the shipping systems are broken for a while. Their customs was broken. There's a lot of supply chain disruption, some brought on by the pandemic, some are brought on by other things, but it's gonna take a little while for some suppliers to get back onto a more sure footing. Mm -hmm. And the industry will be dealing with a repositioning, including a repositioning of what sells, because I don't, I think that some of this change is gonna be permanent in terms of what sells. Yeah. And um, it's gonna just take a little while for for people to adjust and some will adjust better than others. As is always the case, right? Well, and you you alluded to it. I mean, obviously the supply chain, so the, the way products come in and out is gonna shift, but you and I talked before we started recording about the idea of trying to ramp a business back up. You said that when it takes back off, there's some challenges to going from zero to 60 again, when, you know, folks have had to move on from a labor perspective, you know, like um, whether you're in the food service industry or, or in the promo industry, getting people back to work, it feels like that'd be a challenge too, right? It is going to be a struggle for people. So one thing is for some people, the year has been harder than others. And yeah. so, and for some people they have stayed in the job that they wouldn't normally stay in because of what the externalities are. Right. So within our customers, and we're talking about the end users, and with our own businesses, we're probably going to see some amount of shift. Mm -hmm. And then for a number of people, depending on where you are physically or geographically located, the ability to get labor back the, is, is going to be a challenge in some areas of the country, especially if given all the stimulus that you have going on, a lot of businesses start to boom, then labor is going to get absorbed and things are going to be a little tougher, a little tighter in terms of labor. In some ways, it's not a bad problem to have for the country, but it's a bad problem for you as an entrepreneur, you as a business owner, you as a business manager to try to manage through because you've got today. And it may be that you're dealing with people with less experience or that have just transitioned into this, or you're still trying to hire. And I think we're going to see this in a lot of different places as businesses come back. Businesses like the airline business and travel related businesses that hopefully, knock on Formica, will <laughs> eventually uh, come back. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Well, let me, let me transition my question, my next question to you. It's like, we're in a place where I think 
over the past year, many people have looked at their life and gone, okay, is this really where I want to live? Is this really what I want to do? Um, and what's something that you sort of could recommend people start doing today that might make their life or their business better? Do you have anything, any advice you'd give people? It's hard to say to everybody, what mm -hmm. can I do to make my business better, but, um, or even my life better, but there's, um, I guess two things that I tend to talk to people about. Okay. One is to let go of the past and it is what it is. It's nice to say, we used to do this or it used to be like that. That is nice. You know, if, if you wanted to go from Boston to Chicago, you used to ride a horse or you used to take a train. You no longer do that. It may have been pleasant to take two days to take a train or take two weeks to take a horse or whatever it is, but we no longer do that. So the ability to let go of what was and to focus on what you think it's going to be is really critically important when you're going through a lot of change because it's sometimes really, 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 really hard to let go. Yeah. And sometimes the most important thing is getting a new mental mindset in terms of letting go. So that's the first thing. That's great. The other thing that I, that I always tell people is get engaged. So it's very easy to come to work every day and thinking about, and we all got to pay a mortgage or most of us have to pay a mortgage and kids in school and college and on and on and on and on. But the reality is that the country works better when people, especially businesses are engaged in the community. And there's, especially now, zillions of things that you can get engaged in, in terms of helping somebody out. And in, whether it's within your own community, within a broader community, within the global community, there's, there is something for literally every interest out there. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes at a time like this, helping other people helps you derive a lot of personal satisfaction and meaning. And I know within our own company that we have become way more engaged in the community on a thousand different levels through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it's a way to keep your feet on the ground and remember what's really important at the end of the day, yeah. which is this community that we all live in and being focused on that. I, I love that advice. I, you know, it's, it's a piece where you say, if you are focused on your own challenges, if you're struggling, when you, when you seek to help someone else, it's amazing how quickly your, your mind goes off that problem and it starts, you, you get in a mind of servanthood and, and that does make a huge difference. Um, okay, so the, I'm, I'm going off script on you a little bit here, Jonathan, I'm curious. So at the end of this, you know, we've, we've lived through this last year, year and however many months. Um, what are some things when, you know, things calm down, which I always put in quotation marks, right? What are some things that you want to do that you normally maybe either A, just what do you want to do? <laughs> and B, are there anything you'd want to do that you maybe historically wouldn't have because of this last year? I think everybody's ready for some mix of detox, whatever that is. And <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about pandemic detox. So <laughs> I was talking to my wife. She says, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go when all of this is done? And I said, you know, let's go to the Caribbean and sit on a beach. And I might as well have said to her, you know, I think that I want to put on a bunny outfit and run through Central Park or something like that. Because she literally stopped and turned around and looked at me. And she said, you never want to do that because we tend to do things that are much more active. But there is this, this um, reflection time where I think we all have to take a breath. Mm. And a lot of us didn't get downtime or got too much downtime or whatever it yeah. is. And there is this underlying current of worry. We're worried about the older people in our life. We're worried about other people who are struggling with whatever. 
and there's been a lot of struggles. So there is a lot of um, detox, I think, that needs to get done. Um, the interesting about this time is everybody needs to take a deep breath. But when markets shift, opportunities open. And this is going to be a time of great opportunity. And what we're going to see in, in every market change, whether it was, oh, and I was hoping that 08, 09 was my last one, not so lucky. But in, in the dot-com you know, boom and bust, for those of you who remember that, and then the 08, 09, uh, another boom and bust, I was hoping that was the last one. But the market reordered. Yeah. There were new big suppliers. There were some that failed. There are some that did great. And it was true on the distributor side also. There are these secular trends that are happening in the industry in terms of consolidation, in terms of a, of a real move towards technology. And I think there's gonna be a huge move towards sustainability and social impact across businesses. Across businesses, I think there's gonna be a move towards sustainability and social impact. That doesn't change, but the market is likely to get somewhat reordered. And we see signs of that every day as we you know, look at the news flashes coming across you know, the industry wires of changes that are happening. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It, you know, it's, at least it's not Groundhog Day. <laughs> and um, the way I've described it in the past, it's a little bit like a volcanic eruption, that the volcano erupts, you know, the lava comes down, that ecosystem gets changed, but the ground is then very fertile for the next ecosystem to rise up. Yeah. And it's what happened in 01, it's what happened in 09, and it's likely what's gonna happen again. So, although I would like a little time for detox, I'm quite excited about what the future offers us in terms of opportunity. Wow, that's a lot. We covered a lot of ground here, Jonathan. I really appreciate you, uh, you taking the time and I uh, hope to do it again sometime, okay? That would be fun. Thank you cool. for having me. Absolutely. Well, that's gonna wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.